What's going on, YouTube? And I welcome to Lords of the Long Box Weekly Cover Price Top 10 list. Hope you guys are having a great quarantine. And uh, to get us off kicking and rolling, let's do what we like to do, boys and girls, and let's kick it off with DJ Curse. Bust it. Bust it. What's good, YouTube and I? This is your man, Tivo. Welcome to Lords of the Long Box, our weekly cover price top 10 selling back issues of the week. I got my man, Prime. Say what's up. What's going on, everybody? I've become Prime the Hated after this week's uh, big to-do sale. A lot of people hating on, uh, can't figure out if they got the uh, winning claim on Saturday, but nice. I'm here representing. Speaking of live chat, top chat people, Otto, say what's up to the good people. What's up, everybody? It's good to see everybody tonight. I don't even know what day it is, but day, this that day or the other day. But here we are to talk about comic books. That's all that's important right now. Yeah. First of all, shout out to my man, DJ Curse from the world famous Beat Junkies. I always play that musical intro. I just wanted to give you guys know that that is done by DJ Curse of the world famous Beat Junkies. And I just talked to my boy Ray a couple days ago, and he's going to be making a new Lords of the Long Box Remix. But first, let's pay some bills, man. This show is sponsored by KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. This show is also brought to you by our friends at Rocket Comics. Go to Rocket Comics, hit them up on Instagram, and get 20% off your first pressing order by just mentioning the Lords, telling the Lord sent you right now. They're doing a uh, private signings, Clayton Crane and Frank Miller signing opportunities. Also, the show is brought to you by our friends at the Geeky Swag Shop, man. Go to geekyswagshop.com, use the code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off anything in the Geeky Swag Shop. Uh, just a uh, quick announcement, uh, follow-up from last week, or excuse me, Saturday's sale. Uh, good news, we're going to be doing it again. This Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific, we're going to do another uh, Comics, Tunes, and Toys uh, live sale. Uh, for those who won something, um you invoice if you have not got an invoice from the big to do please hit me up either on social media or hit up the big to do that's the big to do on instagram send him a private message um i'll leave it right in here uh he sent out all the emailed all the invoices but i do believe he's missing a few of you so if you claim something in one please hit him up so he can send you an invoice and uh we will hold those books till friday and then saturday p.m. we're gonna have another uh comic tunes and toys live sale so just so you guys know in the live chat in that little window you see there are two options if you select top chat your name will always appear first make sure you select live chat in real time how your bids go so there was some confusion with that yes last saturday i think this saturday we'll have a better idea of what we're going forward the moderators will be de deleting duplicate claims so that we only see the first five claims Moderators will not be allowed to claim anything since there's any confusion. Moderators don't have any faster access to anybody else. I actually type in the word go in the live chat. So if you have not heard from the big to do, make sure you hit him up and he'll send you an invoice and we'll go from that. Um, short of that, I mean, the news of the week is Venom 2 got pushed back. The 
the official title is something really awful. What was the title of the new Venom movie again? Let There Be Carnage. Let There Be Carnage. Let There Be Carnage. Like ACDC said, let there be rock and roll, but it said there's going to be carnage. Also, happy 420 day to you or one day late, but I'm rocking the green. My homeboy, Joey West Coast with the Oak Town in green for my Oakland A's. Going to rock it like this. So this the cover price top 10 list brought to you by our friends at coverprice.com. You can go there. You can sign up for a two feet, two week for, free trial uh and you can get all the sales data as long as good articles and they have uh grades uh pricing on sold books of both raw and slab copies similar to gpa but this one is even better uh we're almost at four thousand subs when we hit four thousand subs we're going to do a giveaway contest where we'll give away four six month subscriptions to coverprice.com which is always a great value you can literally spend days on coverprice.com and that's where this data is compiled this is for the week ending Sunday, uh, April 19th. So this is the top 10 sold books on eBay, on Comic Connect, Comic Connect, Comic Link, Heritage Auctions, everything. So basically this is all the uh, sales for uh, back uses because there's no new issues, to be honest with you. And I don't think many new issues will be on this list anyway. So let's go over the ones that didn't make the top 10 and num coming up as a runner-up is Redneck. Number one, yes, you'd be amazed if you've been watching this list how a comic creator simply tweets on and speculators to lose their damn mind. So, yeah, Donnie Cates tweeted out something that he sold something or was working on something. So, all of a sudden, 16 copies sold for a seven day trend of 172% had a high sale of $65 and a CDC, uh, for a CDC 0.8, two dollars for a raw. This is red deck number one. No, Donnie Cates is a uh, very good at social media. If you remember, he uptick in God Country. Remember when he said he yeah. was doing a screenplay for that? So be just be careful yeah. of what these guys say because sometimes it doesn't happen. God Country. Uh, whenever we talk about the big two, DC and Marvel, typically happen. I can uh, I talk to the guys at Cover Price and they can. There's literally a hundred comic books that are at development that are belong to indie companies, not even talking about image, dark horse, IDW. Just beware. I meant $22 for a raw. That's not so bad. You know what I mean? So let's get right to it, boys and girls. And number 10 on the list. What do we got, Otto? We've got the mutants. We've got X-Men Adventures number one. Look at that, the cartoon. So have you guys noticed that you could change your avatar now on um, for your Disney character? They added yep. the X-Men characters to the list of everything that you could choose from. So now, but they kind of updated it so you can go regardless. You know, there's lots of different avatars you can do, but that's what we're talking about. So this is really, really loose speculation um, about Disney Plus bringing back a new X-Men animated series. It's a stretch, but apparently it was enough to sell 16 copies and had a seven day trend of 176% and a high raw sale of $27. Now, how many of these books are in the census, you ask? There's not a lot, you guys. There's only... Uh, two, well, we've got two, um, 9.8s that sold for an average of, uh, 77 bucks. That was the average and a high was around 70. You've got a nine, four in there for about 20. So you're really not, you know, going after this book. And if I went on uh, eBay today and I didn't even see a number one at a nine, eight, there was maybe a nine, two, um, but really not a lot of stuff in there for this book, but you know what? Just a little bit of information will get us going when it comes to mutants and X-Men. So just fun books to have. And you know what? And if you're an X-Men collector, you probably should have these books because, you know, the first one does start off with Jubilee 
um, in the mall with the Sentinels, just like the comic book. And the series only ran 15 issues. So, um, you know, it's a good book to have. You know, as an X-Men fan, as a comic book fan, you should have it. So a little bit of a hint goes a long way when it comes to comic books. Yeah, so, I mean, this is basically just people speculate. I mean, if people are going to speculate on Corona, thank God that's not on the list anymore. But there was <laughs> other news that dropped this week that was similar to what we had talked about with Donny Cates. There was a word that Boom Entertainment uh, is working with Netflix to develop projects. Nothing was said specifically, but it didn't keep and what's number nine on the list, Justin? Really good book, Bone Parish, number one. And like you said, uh, Boom Studios is coming out possibly with a Netflix deal. So that's speculating on a lot of these books that uh, Boom Studios is currently creating. And this one is, is actually the first one. Basically, Bone Parish was written, it's a horror title, written by Colin Bunn. It sold 21 copies last week with a seven-day uptrend of 151% and a high sale in a 9.8 for 90 dollars and as we always say if you can get a 9.8 under 100 bucks you go out and buy that book because that book is definitely gonna go up yeah so number nine on the list is bone parish number eight on the list is something is killing the children number one a lot of talk has been made about this book this is the unlocked retailer jenny Frizzon, Frizzon, I can never say her name. Frizzone. Jenny Frizzon variant. Uh, like we mentioned, number nine, Netflix boom announcement is causing many books to spike in price. Our friends over at uh, Simple Bands Comics were also talking about this book. So nothing official has came out, but people are gobbling all up. This is speculating at its best. However, the official announcement, uh, the official announcement mentions a lumberjanes. Something is killing the children once in future and mouse guard, but not in these titles are being developed. But more of these books Boom puts out in tone are a lot of kind of independent or horror theme books. So I mean, these a lot of these books people are rushing out to get. Just be careful. Doesn't mean all of them. I mean, if you remember, Mark Millar had a deal with Netflix as well. So people are just picking up the most popular ones right now. So so far, Bone Parish and something is killing the children. Number eight, specifically the uh, Jenny Frison variant. Uh, which I mean, this book has had quite a following. I mean, uh, uh -huh. something is killing the children for a while now. So you know, a lot of people are. They're like independent music lovers where anything independent, they just tout and tout and tout. That's like if it's DC and Marvel, it's too hip to be. It's too main. It's too mainstream to be cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, seven on the list is a returning champion. That's right. It's back. Year of the villain. Uh, Hell Arisen number three. You know, it's it's still there. Punchline. Uh, it sold 35 copies last week, had a seven day trend of 94 percent and a high sale of 130 and a nine point eight. And it's just there. And, you know, when you look at all the books, first, second, third printing, I like the third printing the best, to be honest with you, with the purple cover. But, you know, you're looking at, you know, a high sale of uh, the average sale of 135. The highest was at 260. You know, then you get down to the 9.6, but there's nothing um, nothing below a 9.6 in that book. So, you know, the book is, we've been talking about it for weeks and weeks. It's still there. People are still buying it and people are still buying the hype train on this. So, if you can get it, get it for a good price. If not, you know, wait till it cools off. It's just my opinion. I, so. I think this book will stay. I mean, there was some controversy this week about DC um, uh, distributing books to somebody besides Diamond, which has caused a lot of kind of uh, uh, retailer, I don't know, mixed reaction. Because basically what DC is doing is they're going to be using DCBS and Midtown Comics as their two distributors. Midtown for the West East and DCBS for the West. And if anybody knows anything about comic book shops, basically they're asking their 
they're asking uh, comic shops to order from their direct competition. So if you have a shop in New York, you're they're basically telling you to order from Midtown. So we'll see how that shakes out. Supposedly it's only huh. temporary because Diamond came out and said they're still going to be the distributor for DC. But this is way DC is seeing a way of doing this. I personally don't agree with it. You, you Now you're going to have retailers or multiple distributions. What's going to happen when Diamond comes back? So it'd be interesting to see. But that's good news for this book because like I keep on saying, uh, when this book got hot, it was a good chance that DC had something to build on with the uh, with the shutdown and everything. It kind of caused things to pause. But this book is still holding on, man. That's pretty amazing that this book is still number seven on the list. I, I thought last week it'd be off the list, but no, sure enough, it's still on there. Number six on the list is based on some news that we just got late last week. What is it, Justin? Another Justice League dark book. This is Doorway to Nightmare number one. This is the first appearance of, uh, what's her name? Xanadu? Madam Xanadu. Yeah, Madam Xanadu. I was going to say Lady Xanadu because that's what <laughs> we had in our private chat. But of, of course, last week with the confirmation of J.J. Abrams uh, developing a Justice League dark for HBO Max, which they actually just dropped a lot of news today on HBO Max. Uh, you know, while New 52's Justice League Dark is the first Justice League Dark title, the, uh, you know, the team team member uh, Xanadu did first appear in this issue, though, Doorway to Nightmare number one. So there is a lot of books. And of course, we talked about it on Lords of the Longbox of all the spec books to get out there. So so buckle in for now. You know, a lot of these are going to dominate the top 10 various lists in the near future with the JL Dark information that has been dropping but last week 14 copies sold with a high seven day trend 244 percent up and a high sale in a 9.8 million and i did see that the only one on ebay sold for 287 dollars so this is definitely wow. a, a tough book to get because it is you know late 70s that purple cover definitely fades a lot of ticks so but this is a good book to have because this is her first appearance so i definitely want to see more of these justice league dark characters from dc on this list coming soon that's right, guys. And if it was a video we dropped on, uh, believe it or not, on April Fool's Day, uh, and I'll leave it in the live chat so you can go out and get some more of those spec books that we had on our long-term spec list. At that point, we said these characters are being developed for the DCEU. What I just found out recently was everything that's coming to HBO Max is going to be part of the DCEU. So basically, if it comes, everything that's going to be coming out in the movies and on HBO Max is going to be as a combined universe. Nothing about the CW so far. That's going to be separate. But whatever they say is coming to DCEU is going to be kind of similar to the Marvel Studios and Disney Plus model. EC and WB are adopting that for HBO Go, or excuse me, HBO Max and the Warner Brothers theatrical releases. So that's pretty cool. So now they won't be, because at one point it was separated between Warner Brothers theatrical releases, CW, and then you had DC Universe stuff. So basically, everything is going to be the CW stuff is going to remain separate. And then you're going to have the Warner Brothers DCUE stuff is going to be everything on HBO Max and theatrical releases so that's pretty cool uh i think that's the right move for them to do why not right if you yeah, yeah. and these well I'm, I'm i'm trying to get more details but what i want to find out about the stuff that's coming to hbo max is obviously produced by jj uh, abrams but they're big budgeted similar to the exact same model that disney's doing on Di or marvel's doing on disney plus these hbo max projects are basically going to be a long form theatrical releases with big proper budgets nothing like the cw stuff so unfortunately well good or bad you're still going to have the cw stuff to watch on tv but then you're going to have more uh big budget theat you know kind of special effects driven shows and you know 
Justice League Dark. We've been talking about it for a while now because all these long-term specs, we've been like connecting the dots. We basically formed the damn Justice League Dark team. So you just got to go out there <laughs> and get them. Uh, speaking of which, number five on the list is what, Otto? Wow, this is really interesting. This is a book that we haven't talked about in a long time, but it's Infinity Gauntlet number one. Um, this came out, book out, came out in 1991. This is the template. And this is kind of ironic because that we're coming on the one year anniversary of Endgame. So whether it's, you know, people feeling nostalgic about this or if people, you know, want to remember it, but you know, this landed in the top 10, it's a head scratcher to a lot of us, but you know, quarantine families who don't know much about it are reaching out and getting it. Uh, this led into the classic story. Uh, it's just a classic book to own. The Infinity Gauntlet's always been a great book, but honestly, now it's one of the most story, most popular storylines in Marvel Comics. So maybe we can see why it's been picking up. Um, it sold 18 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 216% at a high sale of around 135 for a 9.8. Now that's pretty reasonable for that book. But what's interesting about this book is that, you know, it started off with. Uh, George Perez, Ron Lim took over and finished it off, but George Perez did ma majority of the covers. Ron Lim uh, finished up the pencils. Uh, Jim Starlin wrote the entire story. And this is when Thanos took a turn as far as a baddie. Before he was kind of like a chump and stuff like that. But now the Infinity Gauntlet really gave him the twist that he needed and what um, the creator always had in mind, you know, Roy Thomas when he came into this. So the average sales for a 9.8 was about 153. The high was 245. Uh, and then you go down nine six. You're looking at one ten, but you know last season would have been a great time to get this book double and triple signed, and hopefully this season or maybe next season even, this is a book that you might want to find and have it double and even triple signed for nostalgic reasons. Also, fun fact about this book is that in this book, the Silver Surfer lands in the Sanctum Sanctorum um, and hmm. says, "You know, Thanos is coming." Like the whole. It like the Hulk, exactly. So you can see how that was directly taken from uh, the comic book into the movies, except with different characters. So because they kudos didn't have, to the writer. They didn't have rights to Silver Surfer yet. That's why right, they had absolutely. the Hulk. And interesting yeah. enough, you could have got the entire miniseries for $20 at the uh, <laughs> Comic 2 yeah, right. sale on Saturday. I think, wasn't it 20 bucks for the entire 20 set? bucks. 20 bucks. Yo, I'm telling you, if you haven't, go check out the Big To-Do's video. He's got a lot more books. He's got uh, First Machine Man, Think more Spider Man 2099 and some other ones. I re I uh, look for the big to do our Lord of the Long Box on Instagram. I reposted his video that we got some more bangers. We're gonna have at least 20 lots of stuff, probably run about an hour, hour and a half. So, uh, mm. we'll try to do some stuff for you. Uh, you know, just Mike just giving back. We're not trying, he's not trying to break the bank. And I'm telling you, man, I, I was overwhelmed. There's like 150 of you. As soon as we put, I typed in go, they were gone within gone. 10 seconds, <laughs> gone, gone. Yeah. just gone. It's like watching, um, you're just watching numbers come up. You're like, all right, gone. Yeah, even some good, like that Black Adam variant. And then this, who got the, somebody got the slab for like a hundred bucks. The first appearance of Black Bolt 6.0. Oh yeah, that was really good. Whoa, that was crazy. I was like, are you sure? He goes, nope, that just said I was okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, boys and girls. So that was number five. It was infinitely gotten it. Number one, number four on the list is. The unofficial first appearance of Justice League Dark. So the second ah, book here, we have. I see a, I see a trend things. here. Yeah. So it's interesting. Everyone kind of speculates what's the first appearance. There's Swamp Thing 49. You'll see them. There's also Swamp Thing 50 and Swamp Thing Annual 2 is another book in this series. But this book does make the list, which is really nice. But the problem is neither CGC nor CBCS notate that. 
But it is, like I said, the first official appear unofficial first appearance of the Justice League Dark Team. Now, the team has never been used or referenced, you know, in this issue, but all the key characters are in this and they come together for the first time. So it feels fans feel really comfortable putting their money into this issue. And it did sell 19 copies last week, the seven day uptrend of 229% and a high CGC 9.8 sale of $178. Wow. Now, not to say that they're going to use this full team, but if you guys have checked my Instagram, I posted a picture that I ran through on my wall of all these first appearance characters. So I'm really excited and I want to see more, again, more of these characters because these are a lot of unused characters in the DC universe. So, and it's an anniversary issue. Yes. yes. It says it right there on the cover anniversary issue. So you got that more work too. And it's a lot cheaper than doing what Justin did uh, if you want to buy all the Justin slabs that he has. But uh, next up on the list is uh, surprising, but not too surprising because there's been some talk about this over the week. Number three on the list. Well, first of all, number four, once again, was Swamp Thing number 50, the unofficial first appearance of Justice League Dark. And number three is what, Justin? Philadelphia number one. This one definitely came out of the woodworks. And I remember when they did, the first first issue did drop on Philadelphia number one. It was it did have a little buzz, but for now, you know, along with Boom and Justice League Dark News, uh, this book couldn't let them have all the fun, right? So this has been optioned. And again, optioned, guys, not inset by Leviton Films. So this rumor started when it first came out last year, like I said. But it has been, here's the confirmation. It has sold 27 copies last week, which is quite wow. a lot. Seven day uptrend of 176% with a high sale of $60 for 9.8. So go out and just buy that 9.8, hold on to it. But again, it's only option. It is definitely not guaranteed to come out. Option, yeah. And it's option for TV. We don't know yet, but I'll let Justin keep going because there's another one that's actually hit number two. Yes, number two. This is the book to get. This was the local comic book shop day variant for 2019. Uh, the way to get this one is stores had to order so many book, certain books, but this was the one to get. It came out on November 23rd of 2019, allowing many sellers to claim this as the first appearance of the series. Granted that it came out first, but it is still, you know, it is most likely printed and shipped together since local comic book shops are usually on Saturdays because that's usually obviously when those local comic book shop days do happen. But regardless, Local comic shop day variants are definitely in a lower print run than the normal number one. So it did see 13 copies sell last week and a seven day uptrend of 466%. Wow. Oh my God. So this was my $40 book became a $30 book. <laughs> yeah. But that's insane. But, and, and even so again, a 9.8 only sold for $40, but it's still the book to get. Yeah. So we're definitely seeing a lot of these, uh, comics become either tv shows or films and yeah. it's definitely and it's good from other studios it's from not just uh you know marvel yeah, this, is a, this is a image book and i yeah. you know the print runs on these are are really really small so i mean that's why it just takes anything i mean to make the list because you got to figure within a week if something sells 15 20 copies of the same thing so something is going on with them we always talk about there's a uh, secret Kabbalah collectors that typically will get these books before the news drops. And so sometimes we'll see it's something that we report on or sometimes where we see these books move before anything else. And it just kind of causes a, uh, a domino effect as you will, because, you know, I mean, it's hard to keep a secret when it comes to combo collecting. Um, so first up on this list should not be a surprise to you. So number two was Philadelphia. Number one, the local comic shop day variant. 
number one on the list. Not a shocker at all. Yeah. Justice League Dark number one is the top. This is the third week in a row. I think we've had a different top number one. Last week, I remember we were dominated with Spider-Man comics. Uh -huh. I have a feeling this list next week is going to be dominated with a lot of Carnage books for some reason. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. Maybe because <laughs> Maybe. You know, we'll get some news about the boom stuff. But if you notice, um, the the industry is starting to loosen itself. So this is Justice League Dark number one, the first official team title, I guess you could say, from 2011. J.J. Uh -huh. Abrams is developing a Justice League Dark show for HBO Max. What the exact lineup is unknown. However, this issue is the first Justice League Dark title since the number one spot. It sold 31 copies and it has a seven-day trend at 356% and a high raw sale of $50. So that's not bad at all. $50 for raw seems pretty, that's pretty high for a raw comic, man. And this, yeah. uh, was back in 2011. I mean, I used to see this as a, this used to be what they used to call like a, um, cheap wall filler book, right? You could throw mm -hmm. it up on the wall and put like a five, $10 price tag on it. Yeah. Good yeah, luck totally. now. I, I doubt that uh, you'll find that. Uh, matter of fact, the day the news dropped, I asked, uh, the big to do, Hey man, if you have some of these, we should put them up on, um, on your comic sale. And he's told, and then this is how I know people know stuff. Somebody called him a day before the official news came out and asked him if he had Justice League Dark number one. Huh. So there you go. So a lot of times Mike's like, I if you talk to comic book shop dealers and uh, owners, they'll tell you something is going on because uh, what uh, sometimes he'll ask me, hey, have you heard about this? He go, I go, no, why? He goes, well, because, you know, five different people asked me for this uh, random back issue, right? And, you know, right. we are in Southern California, so sometimes people will call around different shops and get a hold on something, but this one is definitely solid. Uh, Justice League Dark, uh, you got a big name attached to it, J.J. Abrams, HBO Max is going, I believe their launch date is May 27th is the Justice League Dark launch date, so yes. that's pretty interesting. What's interesting in the difference between HBO Max and the um, and I'll just kill the graphic now so we can just holler at you people. Uh, what's different is um, Disney Plus launched with The Mandalorian. That was their big selling point, right? I uh -huh. don't believe uh, HBO Max has anything planned, right? I mean, they're gonna, I know they're going to have like reruns of Friends and uh, Scooby-Doo and some other shit. I think the Warner Brothers cartoon series is going to like uh, yeah. the old school cartoons are going to be, yeah. but they haven't had anything lined up because I think that's what helped really launch the Disney Plus um, uh, launch or lack of a better word um, was the Mandalorian that they, that that's what really sold them. Hey, buy Disney Plus, you can get these titles as well as you get brand new episodes that launched the same day of the Mandalorian. I've yet to see anything about uh, from uh, Warner Brothers that's new. I know that a lot of the stuff that's being built up. So it's just another streaming platform that you can get. And I just found out today, if you are an AT&T subscriber, um, first right. of all, my condolences, but <laughs> you'll get, you'll get, uh, Warner brothers streaming service, HBO max for free. If you're a AT&T subscriber to their cellular service, so similar to, um, sprint, uh, we got free. What did we get? We've got free Hulu. And I think right. there was another, who was the other subscriber that you know, basically all the gave you six months, I think, or a year uh, Disney for Disney plus, plus, right? Yeah. yeah. So I got Hulu. <laughs> so with my sprint, so I don't have to pay for Hulu and I still get commercials. So it's not even, I mean, it's, I guess it's better to pay for it. You just have 90 seconds worth of uh, commercials, but um, 
A very interesting top 10 list, to say the least. A lot of stuff I is starting to, for lack of a better word or pun, a lot of stuff is being unfrozen now as the things are starting to loosen up. I mean, a lot of stuff is being still being worked on. They're just being worked on remotely. So uh, James Gunn has been editing everything. Uh, I just found out like the Hellstrom series finished all its principal photography. So they're still doing everything post-production. is doing They're doing it remotely, even though uh, they severed ties with the showrunner. Uh, so basically they have the first season in the can and then whatever they're going to do from there. If you don't know, that's Feige putting his foot stamp all over the Hulu stuff. He is going to take over after Loeb's regime is gone. So the Hulu is let the last remnants of uh, Jeff Loeb's, I guess, reign over at Marvel TV. So uh, from now on, it's all going to be Feige. And I'm going to have something in the upcoming weeks for you. But yes, I am hearing finally that the Hulu stuff is definitely going to go supernatural and horror if you've been watching this channel you know what i've been talking about and i'm going to have more for that in upcoming weeks so go out and get those bronze age marvel horror titles that's all all the stuff we've been talking about feige is eventually going to do it and he wants to keep it more dark and maybe slight pg-13 ish toward r for hulu we're not talking full-blown nudity but more dark and violent stuff they can't do for disney plus they're going to put over to hulu we're getting more information about that from my man, Mikey Sutton, as well as the Black Knight. And there's one particular title I don't want to say yet, but we'll have, have something in the upcoming weeks. Definitely by May, we're going to have a full-blown uh, mega scoop with multiple, multiple properties being worked on at Hulu. I'm working on the details right now. I don't want to give it away, but just remember all the stuff we've been talking about that's coming to uh, Hulu and the horror side of the Marvel MCU. All right. And with that being said, tomorrow, guys, I'm going to have a special interview. I'm going to have the guys from Cover Price come on the show, and we're going to talk to them about their website, about the new features they're going to have on what uh, questions you may have and how they can pile the information to get their all the uh, data for the sales prices from the different places like eBay, Comic Link. My Comic Shop, Heritage Auctions, Comic Connect, Comic Elon, all that good stuff. We're going to have the guys on tomorrow at the same time, Wednesday at 6 p.m., and we're going to do a live Q&A with them. Later on this week, maybe Friday, I'm going to have my dude, The Word Burglar, come on, and he's going to talk about his new digital comic book and his uh, some of his new uh, albums that he's, rapping, uh, he's dropping on my band camp. So if you've seen the first time we talked to Word Burglar, he's a rapper out of Canada that's super, super down with all the comic book stuff. Oh, and that's it. All right. Any last words, Nemesis Prime? Uh, you want to talk about the possible thing that's going on next weekend? Other oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We're, uh, May 1st, uh, we're going to have a Lord's Alarm Box auction. Since uh, auction seems so popular now, we're yeah. going to stamp the date of Friday. Friday. It is May, May the first. It's May the first to be with you auction. So it's uh, May the first be with you, not May the fourth, but May the first. We're gonna have a good old fashioned Lords of the Long Box comic book auction, not a comic tunes and toy sale. This is a good old fashioned auction. So mark your calendars for May first. We'll probably run for a couple hours, and it'll be uh, us four or five of us on there. Last mm -hmm. time we good for a good three hours long. So pay, stay attention to our social medias. We'll be posting pictures and uh, of descriptions of all the comic book lots that we will have up for auction. Mm -hmm. So May 1st is the next Lords of the Long Box auction. All right. Yep. Now, last words, Nemesis Prime. Uh, check out my latest and final video for the top 50 graded comics in my collection on Three Men in the Basement. It was really fun. So um, that's all I got. Otto, what do we got this week on Three Men in the Basement? Yeah, Three Men in the Basement, we have another live show coming up this Friday also. Uh, we've got a big 
special guest hoping uh hopefully coming on i'm going to talk to him uh tomorrow just to confirm but we will have a special guest we've got lots of mail calls that were coming in yep, uh yep. thank you everybody want to give a shout out to matt forge who came on uh the sunday comic book talk show uh sunday comics and cartoons that was a lot of fun and thanks for everybody for watching tonight we had a bunch of people in the house we talked about some good comics it was a good night tonight so thank you very much for following us on lords of the log box thanks everyone yeah, so uh, that's for you, Mr. Unknown Comics Guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this Saturday at 2 p.m., make sure you check them in, 2 p.m. Pacific. We're going to do another Comic Tunes and Toys uh, fixed price auction. If you were on the last one, uh, it went really fast, so pay attention. We're going to do it again, and we're going to have some great deals for you, so hook it up the big to-do on Instagram. Uh, he's going to be showing off some stuff and we're going to do it again the same way we did last Saturday, but worked out all the kinks and details. And if you haven't got an email invoice from the big to do, make sure you hit him up on Instagram or hit me up on any of the Lords in the long box social medias. If you won something and haven't got an invoice yet, he emailed everybody out. Uh, we had about 25 different people that won. So make sure that you hit us up. We will hold the books till Friday. Uh, and if you haven't hit him up, please hit him up uh, so that we can do that. Or call, you can call, a lot of people uh, were calling the shop and they came by and pick up. You can do in-store pickup too. If you bought it during the YouTube auction, you swing by the store, just make sure you call Mike in advance so he can get it set up for you. Then he can practice, practice proper social distancing. Good Lord. All right. I am tired. Thanks for joining us. I will see you guys tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. All right. Peace out, everybody. Shake and bake and pull it back.